You are listening to The Limitless Podcast. I'm your host, Deanna Heron. What if you had no limitations keeping you from your dream life? In 2016, I had a major tug on my heart to write a book about my story. And in the process, I learned that I had been operating with a very faulty belief system for the majority of my life. I've had a huge transformation since then. And my life's passion and mission is to teach you how to live a limitless life. Join me on this journey. Let's get started. Well, hello and welcome. I am so excited to be back with you, my friends. Welcome to the new branding of the former Deanna Heron Podcast Show to the Limitless Podcast. There have been lots of amazing things that have happened in these last couple of months, and I'm just thrilled, honored to be back with you and share with you so many things that I have on my heart and so many things that God has done in my life in the last couple of months. And I wanted to get started first and foremost and just say thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart to all of you who have supported and walked me through the launch of the new book, Unbecoming a Journey to Finding Her. It has been truly a journey during this process, and I've heard from so many of you, and it is some of the comments that I've had are so heartfelt and just really fill, fill my heart, and the others, I feel your pain, and my prayer is that as you walk through the process on your journey to finding him or her, because I have heard from a lot of hymns as well, that um, God will give you the peace and really restore the person that you are created to be, that really, true, authentic you. I want to talk to you today about the journey of the book, how, how it started, how it came to be, the journey of writing the book, etc., and where I am today in hopes to encourage you on your journey as you travel in this world and you walk through those different levels of Truly just leveling yourself up to become limitless, getting rid of those limitations that hold you back on your journey, and just keeping you on track to where you are created to be. There's a reason, there's a method to the madness, and I want to give you a few tips as you're walking through that process. So I don't know where you are today. I don't know where you are in your journey. If you are really pushing towards success in a business, if you are working on your marriage or a relationship, if you are trying to become the healthiest version of you, which we all are, right? That's a, that is a consistent daily process for sure. Maybe you are in a process of, you know, wanting to heal some wounds in your heart. I don't know where you are. But this is a journey of a lifetime, truly. It's a journey of a lifetime. But I want you to know that wherever you are in your journey, there are some tips that I want to offer you that may help you experience that freedom, that success a little bit faster than um, where you are today. And I I just want you to know that on your journey, you guys, truly, the, the, the process is about unbecoming. It's unbecoming the lies that have created that self-doubt. It's unbecoming 
the lies that we hear in our head that tell us that we can't do things. It's the unbecoming of the person who we think we need to become, but it's really the unbecoming of all of those things that have covered up that true authentic self. And on my book process, on the journey through the book, that's what I realized, is all of my life, I was on a journey to become someone, and it was because of my faulty belief system. I was trying to become something to prove my worth. I was trying to be something in order for you to see me. I was trying to be successful so that you could see that I was important and so that I could feel important as well. You've heard me say this so many times and I'll repeat it again. There is nothing wrong with success. Nothing. (laughs) We all want success. But it is what is our intention on moving toward that process? What is your intention on being healthy? Is it so that you can feel good or so that it's others that can, excuse me, so others can approve of you? What is it that you're seeking? And so that's what I wanted to really clarify in the book. And I want you to know that it didn't start off that way. It didn't start off with me seeing, oh, I, on my journey in my life, I was on this journey of unbecoming this person that I thought that I needed to be. But as I started to write things down, the journey began to unfold. So I'm going to walk you through the process of of how that all started. So um, in 2016, and I know I've shared this on this podcast before, but for those of you who are new, I want to just share this story again, just to introduce myself a little bit. In 2016, my mother passed away. And um, three weeks after her death, I was at Um, I I went to mourn actually, because during those three weeks, I kept myself just really busy. And that is a coping mechanism of mine is just being busy so that I didn't have to feel anything. And so I knew that in order for me to walk through the grieving process, I needed to allow myself just to sit still and be, and, and feel those emotions. And I went to um, a place and I was by myself This is a part of the story that is not in the book, and um, so I'm going to be really raw and vulnerable with you here. So I went to a place by myself, and at that time, I was in a struggle with um, my biggest coping mechanism, and that was wine. And it's been something that has been on and off in my life in my almost 56 years. I'll be 56 this uh, this Thursday on the 10th. Um, I have... 25 years of sobriety off and on. And the reason why I kept going back to alcohol is because I didn't know my true self. I didn't know why I was using that alcohol as a coping mechanism. I didn't know what the lies were inside me that I was believing that were not my truth. And so that's why I kept going back to alcohol. We all have coping me- mechanisms, you guys. And today I say I have coping mechanisms as well. It just ha- doesn't, it's not wine anymore. Um, some of the coping mechanisms that I use, there's sometimes when I want to binge watch, watch Netflix. Sometimes um, I, you know, I want to just chill. That's a coping mechanism as well. Sometimes I just want to be outside in nature. That can be a coping mechanism as well. Some coping mechanisms are healthy, and that's our goal is to to really uh, walk into a space where we're using healthier coping mechanisms 
like exercise, yoga, meditation, uh, sitting out in nature, uh, going for walks, etc. So there are healthier coping mechanisms out there. But at this particular time, I was not using any healthy coping mechanisms. And I was by myself. And I had just finished the book On Fire by John O'Leary, and I was, I was sipping a glass of wine. And for me, I want you to understand, this is my testimony, that alcohol, to me, I was never a daily drinker. I didn't crave alcohol. I liked the taste of wine. But something happened when I, fir- when I take my first drink, and that was I don't have that mechanism that says, oh, Deanna, um, you probably have had enough alcohol. That doesn't, that is not a part of my system. It, it is not there. That alcohol, I wanted to continue to drink alcohol. And so it happened that I don't have that mechanism after two glasses of wine. Sometimes I was able to stop after two glasses of wine. And that's the tricky piece of having problems with drinking is that you drink for that sometime when you can stop. But 90% of the time, I was not able to say, whoa, you know, Deanna, you need to stop. So all of that to say, that's where I was at this particular point, three weeks after my mom had passed away. And I had finished that book, John O'Leary. And one of the things that he talks about is owning your story. And I heard that voice that's very familiar to me that I hear on a consistent basis, that voice of God, when he said, Deanna, you are not owning your story. You're not owning your story. And I thought, what in the world could that be? What, in, what could that be? And obviously, my story was, Deanna, you obviously have some things that you need to unbecome because you're using alcohol to cope with those things. But I did not know that at the time. And so that was in 2016. And within the next few years, God really worked on my heart and my husband's heart And he moved us to a small town. We were living in a huge metropolitan area that was fast and growing and very progressive, et cetera. And we loved it. That's all I knew. That's truly all that I knew. I'm a city girl through and through. Well, God moved us to where my husband is from, a smaller town on 20 acres. And so not me. It is so not me. But God knew that this is where I needed to be. And slowly but surely, that book began to unfold on the pages in August of 2020. And I'm going to tell you that all I did, there was no structure. I had no idea what I was doing. And you may feel like that right now. Whatever it is that you are wanting to do is something that has been put on your heart that you have been called to. And I know that I know that I know that I was called to do this. I heard the voice. I felt the tug. And you guys, when you are starting a business and you feel like you need to move in that direction, you know that you're supposed to do it. When you are feel that you need to start on a health journey and you begin to move in that direction, that is a calling. You know you're supposed to do it. All of those times when you feel that nudge to move in a direction, don't deny the nudge. The nudge is very important. And you may not be familiar with that nudge, but that is your creator speaking to you for your next steps to become limitless. And so I felt the nudge, started writing on the pages, had no clue what my next steps were. And that's going to be the same with your journey. I had no clue what my next steps were, but I just started to write. And I'm going to tell you that knowing your story is one thing. 
Sharing your story verbally is another thing. Writing it out is completely life-changing because as my story began to unfold on the pages of this book, there was definitely an outline that started to unfold. And that outline, my husband started, he helped me with the book process as well as um, two other amazing women. And he said, babe, these are traps, These are traps that you have fallen into. And we didn't realize that at the time because I hadn't hadn't done the work that I needed to do, but I didn't realize that at the time that those traps were actually something that I fell into because of the faulty belief system that I had. Let's call those limiting beliefs. They limit you from becoming the limitless person God created you to be. And so those traps became... They just started unfolding. So it's the trap of seeking our happiness externally, the trap of seeking our happiness in achievement, the trap of unforgiveness, the trap of comparison. So all of these traps started to unfold on these pages. And um, what started to, I started to see was, gosh, this was my faulty belief system. And so I did the work that I needed to do to really work through that faulty belief system. I'm going to give, um, you know, a lot of the glory to this organization that all of the proceeds to the book goes to, and it's heartconnection.org. So if you are in a place where you feel like, man, I need that next next level and, and just get rid of some of the things on my heart, um, that is an intensive uh, program that's, you know, over three separate weekends, and it really helped me to um, identify what my limiting beliefs were, etc. So, you know, during during this process, as as everything started to unfold and I started to work on myself, you guys, I started to really develop a lot of freedom in where what I was doing and where I was where it was going. I started to develop that. But I want you to know that that freedom was not there in the beginning. In the beginning of starting this book process, I had a lot of pushback from people that didn't believe that this book should come out. I had a lot of naysayers in my life that told me I shouldn't put this book out. I had a lot of people telling me that I didn't need to be writing my story for everyone to see. Um, And I, I allowed that to influence me with fears and doubts and insecurities. But what kept me going was I remember the nudge. I remembered the nudge. And there are times in our life where we know that we are called to move in a direction. We feel that nudge. We have that desire in the beginning. We're so excited to go on this journey. And then all of the fears and doubts set in and we pull back. And we start to question, did I really hear that voice from my creator? And I want you to know, don't doubt the nudge. Don't doubt the nudge because I will tell you what's going to happen. It's going to slow down your journey. And so I had a lot of those fears and emotions and I did feel like giving up. And I did something, you know, early on in this process is um, I, I I wrote down on everything around me in my, in my journal, on a piece of paper, I wrote down called 828-2016. That was the day I heard the nudge. I felt the nudge and I for whatever reason, felt like I needed to write that all around me so that I could see that. And remember, that was the day that I was called. And that kept me moving forward, 
beyond that fear, beyond that doubt, beyond the emotions that I was experiencing. So whatever it is for you, give yourself something. That is what, put that on paper, see it, put it all around you that day that God moved you forward in the direction of your calling. So I didn't give up. It was difficult. I want you to know, and here's what I'm going to tell you what my difficult season was, and you're going to have that difficult season too in your health journey when you're trying to lose weight, when you're trying to build a business, when you're trying to restore your marriage, when you're trying to restore a friendship. There will be some things that you will go through. And the things that I went through on this journey was it was is extremely emotional. There were lots of emotions that I needed to feel and experience. And there were times when I felt like I, I just can't do this anymore. I just don't think that I can do this anymore. And I know that you're going to go through that as well. You are going to doubt. You have to make the decision now that you're not going to give up. And that's the reason why I wrote called 828-2016 all over the place, because I've been through this song before. I have been through this journey before as you know, as I was building a business as an entrepreneur, I knew that there were going to be times and struggles where I wanted to give up. And so I set myself up for success from the beginning. That didn't mean that I wasn't going to feel the fear, the doubt, the emotions, etc. So set yourself up for success today by making that decision that you're not going to give up. And then lastly, you guys, during this process of of the book unfolding, the doors opened. They just started to open. As I walked through the process, did the action, the activity that I needed to do, writing the book, and the doors started to open up with the people that needed to be in my life to walk me through that process and help me cross the finish line. And that was the most important piece of the whole thing, you guys. When you walk, toward your calling, when you walk in the direction that you have felt that nudge, the doors are going to open, but they do not open if you don't walk in that direction. They do not open if you're standing still. You have to walk in that direction in order for the doors to be available to you. So you're on a journey. So don't overthink what you're doing because a lot of times we start something and we want to say, say to ourselves, okay, what does it look like in the future? What if, what if, what if nobody writes my, reads my book? What if everyone looks at my story and says, oh my gosh, I feel so sorry for her, that poor thing, blah, blah, blah. What if someone looks at my story and they say, oh my gosh, how embarrassing. She wrote this book about her story. Oh, I feel so sorry for her, etc. What if this book is just a complete flop? Do you know what? We what if ourselves all the way to being still, staying stagnant, being status quo, not moving in the direction that we are called to move so that we can become that greatest version of ourselves, that person that is limitless, that person that is limitless. And in this process of writing the book, I will tell you, I had... Three people that I, that I know of that were close to me that had my back 
and we're really supporting my process. Three, three, <laughs> three people. I want you to hear that. Out of all the people in my life, there were three that were walking side by side and in massive support. Now, I know I had lots of, of, of people you know, on the outskirts that were supporting me, but three people in my inner life that were like, Deanna, you can do this, that really knew the struggle that I was going through. And, you know, one of them was my husband. And at the, at the very end of this book process, I was exhausted. I was tired. I didn't want to write anymore. And I was so close to the finish line, and I didn't even realize how close I was to the finish line. I didn't even realize how close I was. And I walked into the living room and I told my husband, babe, I can't do this anymore. Like I am tapped out. I'm tapped out emotionally. I have no more words. I can't do this anymore. Is there someone I can find to write this book for me? Because I'm exhausted. And that precious man of mine looked at me in the eyes and he said, babe, what is it that's keeping you from finishing it? And I said, you know, it's the emotions. It's all the distractions around me, all the things I've got to do around the house because I, I work from home, which is an awesome thing, but sometimes can be such a distraction. So I said, all of the little things that I have to do around the house that have to be completed, it's just overwhelming in my head right now. And he said, I want you to go in your office. I'll take care of everything. You write down everything that needs to be done around this house. And I want you to know that your job right now is to do nothing but finish that book. That's it. I will take care of everything else. You just do what you need to do. And that was a difference maker for me. It was a difference maker for me. He was giving me permission to just do what I needed to do. And I needed somebody else to believe in me as much as, as I believed in me in the beginning. I needed that person, and my husband was that person. And I'm going to tell you, you're going to have that person too. You will have that person too on your journey. You just need one person that's going to help you to that finish line. And I believe that that person may be somebody close to you, but that person could also be someone who's just brought new into your life. So don't give up on you. So just as a recap, as you're going through your journey, I want to give you some things that um, you, for you to remember that's going to be part of your process. And I want you to know that you don't need to prove your worth to anyone. No, ma'am. Nobody. You are on a journey to unbecome the lies that you have believed for way too long. Those lies of I am not worthy, those lies of I am not enough, I'm not important, I'm not seen, I'm not lovable, I'm not believable, I'm not worthy. I think I just said that one. All of those things that were put into our minds at an early age during our childhood when we didn't know what to do with them. So then we set out on this path to try and prove our worth by comparing ourselves to other women and fixing the things that aren't we believe are not quite right, by proving our worth through achievement, success, money, etc. By trying to find our happiness through people, places, through things, through our children, when that true happiness is inside you guys, you are not going to become limitless through the external world. The only way that you can achieve a limitless life of freedom, joy, and peace 
is by unbecoming those lies. Unbecoming those lies. So on this journey, remember that that nudge, that tug is a calling from your creator. Write it down. Write it down today. And when you come to a point where you feel pushback, you feel fearful, and you doubt, that's a sign that there's a belief system that you need to work on. Get rid of that limitation. Get rid of that thing that's holding you back. Get rid of that belief system that is keeping the thousands of people that are ready for you to step into your greatness from being impacted by you. Get rid of that belief system. There will be times when you will feel like giving up. Go back to the decision. Go back to the nudge. Go back to the calling. Find someone who can breathe life into you and tell you why you're here and what you're created for until you can believe it in your heart yourself. Don't give up, my friend. Don't give up. I'm going to tell you what I feel on this side of the book. I feel freedom. I am free. I can't tell you I'm 100% free of the opinions of others, but I am 97% free from the opinions of others. I am 97% free from the comparison that I used to do my journey and someone else's because you know what? I'm on the journey that God has created to be me to be on, and I wish that I would have listened earlier in 2016 because that would mean that the gap from where he wants me to be would be much shorter. And so if I could give you a message right now and something that, that would really encourage your journey to success is listen to that calling a lot quicker than I did. It took me four years. So I know there's a plan and a purpose. I do know that. But the quicker you move in that direction and you work through that belief system and you keep moving forward, the more doors God's going to open for you. And lastly, I want you to know that there will not be everyone in your life that will believe in your journey. I had three very close to me, and the difference maker was one, my husband, that really called me to the task, really called me to the task. So I don't know where you are, but I want you just to remember those things. You will get pushback. Make the decision. You have a calling on your life. You'll feel like giving up and one person is going to truly, truly believe in you. And if you don't have that person today, I want to be the first to tell you, I believe in you. I believe that you can accomplish great things because if Deanna Heron could work through this book process and come in on the other side, a free, joyful, peaceful woman, you can too. And I want that for you more than anything. So lastly, I want you to know that in November of 2020, I was actually doing a retreat and, you know, through the things that I've learned um, through this book process, and I'm going to tell you, my, my personal growth just absolutely was on a massive trajectory during this time. And the person I am today is completely different than the person I was then because I've really let go of lots and lots of layers of limiting belief. So I was doing this retreat in November, and it was a different retreat than I've ever done. And, and typically when I do a leadership retreat, it's, it's like I... I 
vomit all of this leadership information on my team and God bless them. That's just, you know, what I have done. And this, this particular time I made the decision, I'm going to do something different. And, um, I walked them through a limiting belief workshop that was absolutely transformational, not just transformational for them, but transformational for me as well. And during that process, when I was breaking through their limiting beliefs, I heard that still silent voice once again. And that voice said to me, Deanna, you are here on this earth for this, for this. Another walk in another journey begins. And so God has called me to do those workshops for women, and I want to help you break through your limiting beliefs. So that is coming very soon, and I cannot wait to share that with you. So if you're new to this podcast, please follow me on Instagram, at Deanna Heron, very simple, D-E-A-N-N-A-H-E-R-R-I-N. I look at all of my messages that you send me. So I would love to hear, number one, your thoughts about the book, thoughts on your heart, something you would like to hear on this podcast. I'm in the process of rebranding, but I still have Deanna's Diamonds group. If you want to be a part of that, just go to deannaheron.net and um, click on the Facebook icon and I can add you to that group. So once again, it's such an honor and a privilege to have this platform to share with you my heart, my journey more than anything, because without my journey, I wouldn't be able to speak to you on how you can overcome the doubts, the fears, the insecurities, and become that greatest version of yourself. I love you. I believe in you. Have an amazing week, and I look forward to seeing you next Tuesday. God bless you. I am honored to have you as part of the Limitless community. If this podcast has added value to you, I'm going to ask you to do two things for me. Number one, share it with your family and friends. And number two, go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review this podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Deanna Heron. I always love hearing from you. If you would love more about what's happening in the Deanna Heron world, you can go to DeannaHeron.net, subscribe to my email list, or even be a part of my private Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you next week. God bless you.